Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Friday, June 23rd. Canadian ETFs remained dominant in May as mutual funds posted another month of withdrawals. Mutual funds saw $3.8 billion in net redemptions, according to newly published data from IFIC, due to withdrawals from balanced and equity funds. This was offset by sales of bond, specialty and money market funds. Total mutual fund assets were down $40 billion, 2.1%, month over month, to around $1.9 trillion. ETFs, meanwhile, recorded net sales of $2.4 billion in May 2023, as all asset classes gained, with the exception of specialty, which saw net redemptions of $19 million. Net sales were recorded in balanced equity, bond and money market funds. Assets decreased by $6.9 billion, or 2%, compared to April 2023, and totaled $337 billion. Digging deeper into Canadian ETFs in May, figures from National Bank of Canada put total inflows at $2.6 billion. This was dominated by fixed income, with inflows of $1.9 billion, with money market products leading. Fixed income has seen more than $9.2 billion in inflows since the start of the year, almost double the total for equity ETFs. Equity ETFs attracted $584 million in May, with $640 million for Canadian and $433 million for international, more than offsetting the $488 million in US redemptions. Crypto asset ETFs posted outflows of $81 million. Crypto asset ETFs posted outflows of $81 million. May proved a popular month to launch new Canadian ETFs. There were 27 new products, the most since October 2022, and including discount bonds, money market ETFs, target date bond, asset allocation, dividend, and thematic equity and option-based ETFs. Some simple changes to Canada's tax rules could make the retirement system more equitable for different types of saver and improve financial security for all. That's according to a new report from the C.D. Howe Institute's Alexandre Lauren and George Turpey, who believe that changing rules around capital accumulation plans would be a positive move. They propose making key changes to the accumulation phase of caps, including more equitable tax-deferred registered wealth accumulation limits, changes to the tax recognition of administrative expenses in group RRSPs, and creation of a new tax prepaid option for long-term retirement capital accumulation. For the decumulation phase, they propose adding annuities to the list of investment products that can be held in a TFSA and increasing the age to which individuals can defer their public pensions. The report notes that many Canadian seniors are relying on accumulated savings in registered plans and do not have access to defined benefit pensions. This can result in an excess of savings and a reduced retirement lifestyle as retirees fear outliving their accumulated funds. While products such as variable payment life annuity can help seniors with caps lower their longevity risk at an affordable price, they're only available within certain pension plan types. The new regulatory framework should avoid overly prescriptive and burdensome administrative requirements, allowing for pooling of members across different jurisdictions and allow for simple registration process to transfer funds, the authors conclude. The important role of alternative assets in ESG investing is highlighted in a new global report. Preakin's ESG in Alternatives 2023 shows that annual capital raised between 2020 and 2022 tripled from 29 billion US dollars to 92 billion, with European funds in the lead by a huge margin, accounting for 79% of global aggregate capital. 
North America, although a distant second, 14% of the global total, accounted for double the Asia-Pacific share and is the leader when it comes to impact investing. 57% of aggregate capital from 2013 to 2023 compared to 37% for Europe and 2% for Asia-Pacific. Aggregate capital raised for impact investing funds totaled $33.6 billion in 2022, a huge increase from the $2.6 billion raised in 2019. For the broader ESG market, private equity dominates the fundraising, accounting for $75 billion in 2022. However, infrastructure is nipping at its heels with $71 billion raised, and its key role to play in societal change and environmental outcomes should ensure its continued growth. There's a prominence of impact funds in venture capital versus ESG integration funds at 40% compared with 18% across the 2013 to 2023 vintages. Although there's a growing wave of anti-ESG sentiment from some, Prekin reports that most private capital investors across asset classes either already have or intend to implement active ESG policies within the next 12 months, with 52% of infrastructure investors already having active policies in place. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters, plus why active management matters in private real estate, how family offices are preparing for their next phase of growth, and tech stocks are in a baby bubble, warns the Bank of America. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.